Hello, everyone. I'm Elena Armijo, and I'm the founder of the C-Suite Collective. This is a company I created for executive leadership coaching and wellness that supports C-Suite executives, entrepreneurs, and founders. We support modern companies committed to fostering diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, holistic organizational growth, and generational impact for years to come. Now, more than ever, businesses are running faster and with fewer resources. Burnout, overwhelm, disconnection, and disillusionment are the new norm for teams struggling with an old paradigm. At the C-Suite Collective, we believe deeply that providing massive support for your teams through executive coaching and holistic practices will create an inclusive culture, higher levels of performance, sustainable change, and the organizational impact you desire. You can find us at the c-suitecollective.com. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Collective Corner. Today we have Aisha Crumbine with us, who has been on the podcast previously. She was one of our first guests last year and was interviewed as a friend, a colleague, and a powerful woman in the world who was disrupting the world specifically during the pandemic. Uh, But I'm happy to have her back because she has joined us as an executive leadership coach at the C-Suite Collective. Aisha is a certified trainer in psychological safety, certified Dare to Lead facilitator, and holds a master's in educational leadership from Teachers College at Columbia University. Prior to her work as a coach, Aisha most recently served as the vice president of development for TFA Houston. She's volunteered on the board of Breakthrough Houston Girls Incorporated and as a council member for Houstonians for Great Public Schools. I love Aisha so much, and and today's conversation is all about surrender. Both Aisha and I have gone through some things personally and professionally the last couple years that have had us really look at surrender in a different light and how that works in leadership. So we're excited to bring that to more companies across the world and more cultures. We hope you enjoy the episode today, and remember, something powerful resides within you. We are here to support you in seeing it and creating it. Aisha, thank you so much for coming back. I know that we uh, had you on the podcast earlier last year, and everything you shared was so brilliant. Um, so many people wrote in and talked about the five things that you shared with them on that podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, please go back and listen to it, because Aisha brought some gold. And it's my greatest honor to have you again uh, for the Collective Corner, because you're part of the C-Suite Collective now, <laughs> which was... <laughs> I know. It was something we were talking about. I was talking about for four years. And I think when we met, I mentioned something to you about it, but it was just a, just a little dream. A seed of an idea. Yeah. So welcome. Thanks for being here. And I'd love to know, um, what got you interested in joining, joining up with the collective with us all? Mm, One, I just love working with brilliant people. So quite honestly, like you being the lead of it is what got me interested. And I think being able to to bring more of this thoughtful intentionality way of living to more people. I think 
helps people learn how to hold space for themselves and to be able to do that is like that's that's kind of my mission everywhere all you know in all the spaces and so to be able to do that with a team of people who are just really on the same page in that desire it's a no-brainer yeah we talk about this often um that when when we all get together as a group there's this energy in the room that's just palpable of how strong everybody is in their beliefs and what their um their mission and vision is for the world. Well, that, that pe- we even have one, right? Like I think being in a space <laughs> with people who who have a vision of like what, of how they want to be, right? And the impact they want to make and are really clear eyed and clear heart, like have a clear heart about that is I think what that palpable energy is. Yeah. How do you think that's translating into companies so far for us all? It's so interesting because I think like it's the world we live in all the time. Like we we wake up thinking this way, we go to sleep thinking this way, we spend our time kind of in this space. And I think people in the in the corporate space are so hungry for it, but they just didn't even know that they were missing this. And so part of it is this awakening to a new way of being, a more fluid way of being, a less frantic way of being that comes with this kind of practice. Um, so I think we're on the beginning stages of it. Like we are, we are like knocking on the door and people are answering and it's like, oh, oh, it doesn't have to be like this, right? It can be different. And I think the, the lasting effect of that will be tremendous, which is, which is part of what's exciting, right? To be able to like see change at the beginning. Yeah. You've said it so beautifully for a pilot year. I think we're really finding out, uh, number one, who's really interested in doing this work, right? Like who's willing to say yes and step in. And for those that are, there's so much awe and wonder, like you're describing it and um, the ability to to grow instantly. That's what I've seen. Like, I think like we launched in November, Aisha, and it's only, what are we in? We're in the end of March, beginning of April now. And um you know, so we took a big break after we launched for the holidays in December and January when we come back. And the amount of people that are being served, but also conversations we've all been in as a team, when I look at it, you know, when I zoom way out and look at all of it, tremendous progress <laughs> in like two it's months. It's a short amazing. amount of time. But I, I think, I don't, I don't know that there could have been a better time for this, right? Like and on the, on the heels of... And, and I'm like pausing on the heels of because like we're still kind of coming out of the pandemic, you know, the waves of that. Yep. I think people had time to to question or to be still enough to really wonder if how they are going through things is the way they want to and what would need to be different. And I think this offers them an alternative. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and speaking of that, what have you been uh, looking at differently for you? Holy smokes. Um, (laughs) It's funny that you mentioned like the like our first conversation, because I was like, I'm still so clear about my C's, right? Like my my clarity Mm -hmm. and my confidence and courage and creation. And I am probably coming off of the craziest 12 months of my adult life and and from a personal standpoint and 
And I don't know how I would have survived if I hadn't had those anchoring points on the front end. Like if I wasn't really clear about who I am and my values and how I want to move through the world. And if I wasn't, if I didn't have that outlet to create, like it really helped me maintain my sanity in the craziest of times for me. So it's like, oh, to talk about, like you can talk about theoretically, like, oh, I have these anchor points and they're great in theory. Oh, no, honey, they were put to the test this year. And it was <laughs> it was so nice to be able to look back and go, yep, they work like it works. It works to to have your anchors. Um, so I think it's like one on a personal front to be able to walk the talk was like beautiful to be able to navigate some challenge while walking the talk just I'm I'm patting myself on the back because I'm like, oh, I survived and it works. Um, and I think that's really what's opened the door for the work that I am doing or that I'm offering um, is really helping people figure out like what are their anchors so they can work on becoming stronger before they have to be strong. Right. Like that work for me happened way before I needed it. I can't imagine how the last 12 months would have been different if I hadn't done that work beforehand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you're saying makes me think of um, the trajectory of not only my own personal journey the last three years, but uh, most of the coaches I know, if I'm thinking about it, like coaches, practitioners, anybody in the wellness space, right? It's almost like the pandemic hit in 2020 and the practitioners and wellness providers were ready. Cause like you said, they've done all this training yeah. for years, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to be able to be in the conversations to support and be fluid and help people figure out what's going on when they're scared. And I, and I think we all did really, really well in 2020 and then 2021 also did well cause it was still happening and there was like a reoccurrence, but now it kind of felt like people in the world had more vision than they'd had before, but they were still trying to get those skills and tools underneath them to, to anchor. And then 2022 came around and I've noticed in the last like six months or so, most of the, the people I know that have been the helpers have now been going through their own personal revolutions. And not that they were, um, you know, immune to any of that. I don't think any of us are immune to any of that, right? But what I, what I noticed is there was a lot of holding of others for coaches and leaders. And um, it almost feels like it's now our turn to get yeah, to... Yeah, we're in the replenishing phase. Yeah. Like we are, yeah. we are in that, like we, we have been holding well, right? Like holding space and supporting people through this. And this is almost the time to pull ourselves offline, for a little bit to like refuel. Um, and even, and I think one of the challenges for us is like, we are, we are, we are space holders by nature. That's what we do. And so having to like pull ourselves offline and hold space for ourselves can sometimes feel like, but I'm not doing the work, but I'm not, you know, how do I, how do I navigate holding space for myself and holding space for others? But you have to. 
Like you just, it has to be a part of the process. Yeah. And I know for myself personally, I felt like I, I wasn't allowed to, or I wasn't allowing myself. We're going to talk a lot about allowing in a second, but that was, that was one of the first things I noticed is I hadn't allowed myself to replenish until literally after I launched C-Suite Collective. And then I was like, okay, now I need a nap for two months. <laughs> between all of the support I'd been giving the world and that, I was like, whoa, I got nothing left in my tank. I got to go to bed for the holidays. And, um, and I still feel that way. You know, I think one of the myths that people think is coaches have to have their lives all together all the time, which you and I know is like, <laughs> that never happens. Like, I don't know any time no my friends. life has been completely together. <laughs> no friends. That is not accurate. Right? It does not happen that way. Mm-hmm. I, and more often we are mirrors. You know, I do see that. Like whatever's going on in my life, I see mirrored in the world. But it does speak to the resilience piece that you're talking about around replenishing and being able to go through hard things ourselves and still rest and show up in in ways that we need to when we want to. I don't want to say need when we want to versus, um, you know, just powering through and ignoring ourselves. Well, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that I was reflecting on maybe yesterday was this notion that there is no there. Like, there is no arriving. You're not, there is no like, oh, I have arrived and I am at this place and I am the winner and now I can tell other people how to arrive. <laughs> there is no there, right? Like, for us as coaches, for the people we support and like, we are all on a journey. Like, it is an everyday journey. There is no arriving. And I think in some way, Accepting that helps with the allowance, right? It helps you give yourself permission to stop and rest when you need to, to, to not have it figured all out, right? To, to be wherever you are because there is no end destination. Everything we've been taught is about end destination and end goal and like reaching that stage on the ladder or like reaching that stage in your life or that stage in your marriage or that stage of success. I'm like, no, friends, there's no there. There's no there. You're just There's no just there, there. There's only humanity. Yes, there's oh only like right goodness. now. Yeah, well, and I was thinking about, um, you know, the Oscars just happened and everybody was, was talking about, you know, what happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock. And... Um, I don't know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, And of course, everybody's sharing their thoughts on this in the world right now. The thing that I was so taken by in that moment, you know, as a coach, our job is to zoom way out, right? And to see all angles and to really see the higher level conversation. And all I could think about in that moment was exactly what we're talking about. Like this, you know, humans that look for this one goal that have been working out for this thing for a long time. And the amount of humanity that comes in those moments, no matter what it is that caused it, right? Um, And I'm speaking specifically around Will, but it's like, I watched him up there and I thought, oh my gosh, like we're actually seeing humanity on display in the moment, in real time. And, you know, yeah, are we used to seeing that in a professional setting or, you know, on TV where things are always curated, right? Very intentional curation looks, but it was um, heartbreaking, but also 
I don't want to say refreshing. That's not the right word, but it was um, it's real. It was humbling. Yeah. yeah. It was humbling to see the amount of humanity yeah. everywhere for all parties involved. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that those are the moments in life, man, that you can't run from <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> Cause it's just, it's just humanity. Right. Like I, I watched that and I thought I had so many thoughts. Oh my gosh. Like, Oh, so many, know, so, so many thoughts. Like, at some point I was like, oh my gosh, like he must be carrying so much. Yes. Yeah. That was like my first. It's like, oh, he is carrying so much mm-hmm. to step out of the curated version. Right? Like mm-hmm. he is used to being Will, right? Mm-hmm. And to step outside of himself must have been a lot. Right. And yeah. then listening to other people's reactions i was just like oh my gosh people nobody has seen your mess because you're not on tv but you have mess you have you have emotions you have fears he was like on the brink of getting the peak of the peak of awards for his mm-hmm. field and I was like, you know, when I submit a contract, I'm nervous. Like, I'm a ball of nerves and I'm like, don't talk to me. I need to go sit outside somewhere. Like, I'm having mm-hmm. all my emotions and all my feelings. And I'm not on TV with that. Right? Well, yeah. I'm thinking about when I was at Carnegie Hall for the first time. And I was sitting in that dressing room and I was thinking about all of the people that had sat in that dressing room before me. And I was a damn nut. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Like, if people had tried to reason with me or talk to me, I probably, I, I, I don't know what I would have done, but I definitely <laughs> needed to be alone in those yeah. moments to work myself out. And um, not not having an opinion on what people should or shouldn't do, but I, I hear the mess. And that's that's actually what I'm most curious about is where are we not allowing our mess while still being responsible for the actions of it, right? Yeah. Like obviously we wouldn't want to hurt other people with it, but where are we allowing ourselves to be human on purpose? Nowhere, right? And I think that's part <laughs> of the challenge, right? Like we yeah. are all trying to put our best foot forward versus putting ourselves forward, right? Like, and sometimes our best foot is like super curated, hyper guarded, not who we are, and that is exhausting, right? Like wearing the mask all the time is exhausting. And sometimes like to be able to see other people, like I think my, my charge as a, as a coach is to play an open hand, right? Mm. Like mm-hmm. my, that's just my job, to play an open hand and to show that like sometimes crappy stuff happens and I'm, I'm gonna just play the hand in an open way, right? Um, but we were judging him based on this, this expectation that he had arrived at a certain point and was now held to a certain standard, which is not fair because his life is no, his journey is no different from ours. Like he's a professional, I'm a professional, you're a professional. We still are going to have emotional moments. We're still going to like mess up. All the time. And I know a lot of coaches in our industry have been talking about, um, you know, it's been fascinating to watch the coaches talk, you know, not just the people talk, uh, <laughs> not that we're any different, we're people too, but the coaching industry, um, what was really interesting was to see how coaches 
even got in their own context of right or wrong or trauma-based conversations, what was, what was really going on in the brain and all the dissection was fascinating to me as opposed to what if it was just, uh, humanity. The man is on his journey. What if it's just a journey, man? I mean, listen, he is just on his journey. And we all are, right? Not to downplay yeah. trauma in any way, shape, or form, but that's that's actually how we we grow and learn. That's the just journey. The journey. That is just his that man's path, right? Like there's and it, his path is not for us. Like it is it is not for us to to judge or to analyze or interpret. It is for that man to live. It is for him to put one step one foot in front of the other and to grow from the experiences that are before him. Well, that's for, for him. all parties involved, right? All parties get to yeah. grow. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's when I think of the collective and humanity and teams that we're working with too, when we go into companies, this is, this is that collective approach. Like what is each person's journey? What is each person stepping in? that's awakening something in them that they weren't aware of or that they're not dealing with. And who will they choose to be about it in the moments? And how much will them understanding themselves allow them to give space to others Mm. to walk Mm -hmm. their own path? Right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. stuff. I know. Well, where are you allowing more stuff in your life these days? Oh, man. I wasn't prepared for that question, (laughs) ma'am. We rarely are Um, for any of the good coaching questions, myself included. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I don't know. You know, I think I'm actually, like, I am working on allowing myself to be where I am and not to be making things happen. Right? Like, there is, there is, I'm normally a striver like i'm like get it done move on to the next thing um and i'm just i'm at a place where i'm like you know what if if the trees out there are taken care of if the birds are taken care of i am held i don't have to like push i don't have to force i don't have to to you know always be planning it's like i'm gonna meet the people i need to meet on my path. I'm going to have the experiences I need to have. And some of them will be nice and clear. And some of them will be muddy. And all of that is just a part of the journey that I'm on. Um, And allowing that to be the energy that I bring to it. It's like, meh, I don't have to stress out. Because it's, I'm just, I'm allowing it to unfold the way that it's Mm. unfolding. That's amazing. Which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little scary and it's work. <laughs> like, let's be clear. Like it is, I, and I get it. Like I get what season I am in, um, but not pushing. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. I have to, I have to remind myself that I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need to push. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think for me, I'm allowing uh, the journey. I think that's what I, what I'm noticing is there's been a lot of like releasing of control intentionally right now. 
Um, and I, and just finding all the ways that I still do it or I'm still gripping tightly where I think I'm not. And one of the biggest places that's happening right now is in relationship, actually, like allowing myself to be held, um, you know, by Aaron specifically, but, or allowing myself to be fully seen. It's so interesting. We talked about masks and I think, you know, Aaron and I've been together now what six and a half years and which I, I don't know if that's a long time or not. It's a long time to me, (laughs) considering that most relationships, you know, in my life never made it past, you know, like the three-year mark. Um, And we're still, we're still, gosh, I mean, some days it feels like we're on date one where we're still um, uncovering pieces of each other that we hadn't chosen to show to each other. And me more so than him, to be honest, because he's pretty much an open book and always has been. But for me trusting and allowing surrender has been a huge gift, but also a really hard thing for me to practice in relationship, Um, you know, from my own stuff and my own trauma in my past uh, relationships and, and getting to a point where I can actually be seen fully and that, and it's almost imperative now, like you're saying, this is my season that I'm in, like no other Mm -hmm. growth can happen at this point if I'm not willing to do it. And it's like, Oh, part of me is like, isn't that the worst? You're like, oh, I, ha- I actually have to go through this to get to that place over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't just like blink my eyes and be there. Yeah, it's that winning yeah. strategy, man. It's it's bankrupt. It's completely bankrupt. And it's like you're at a choice point and you either have to allow and surrender or have things go the same and start to kind of, you know, backtrack a little bit. So, So that's what I'm in. It's really scary, but it's also... Because of the work we do, I know and extremely beautiful to see what's going to happen um, on the journey and the experience of itself. Not to get anywhere, but again, to be on a new journey together in that realm. Sounds um, exciting and hard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, definitely both. It is exciting and you're like, God dang it. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to my coach and we were talking about like, I really struggle with patience, like being still, like, it's not like, like I'm a goer, like I like to do. And he asked me some question. I don't remember what the question was, but it was like, oh, maybe where I'm going, I am going to need to know how to be still. And I was like, oh, well, let me go ahead and learn that because when I get there, I don't want to (laughs) have cheated myself out of what I need. Because I was impatient or because I was in a hurry. So it's like, oh, I am having to learn the value of rest because where I am going, I'm going to need to understand that I'm going to need to like not sacrifice rest for where I'm going. So it's like, oh, well, let me just walk with rest for a little while because we got to get cozy, right? Like in your case, let's just walk with surrender for a little while because... I'm going to need to be familiar with you for this ne- with this next level. We got to be fast friends so I can hear your voice when you're talking to me. So I can, I can honor you in that next phase. Mm-hmm. And what a gift to have that, that viewpoint of having it be just something that you will need for the massive future you. Yeah. And, and I'm just, I'm thinking about it in terms of my own relationship and I'm like, I don't think I ever thought I'd get the relationship of my dreams. 
You say mm-hmm. you want it, right? You talk about it, you create it, you do all the work. And then yeah. when you got it, <laughs> you're like, wait. Oh, you're actually here? How did? Oh, it's here oh, and it's now. And oh, oh, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I'm having to play a little bit of catch up exactly from that mindset of like, if I had actually gifted myself the gift of surrender and trust before, as I was creating, um, not that anything would be different. I don't know if anything would be different or not, but it's, uh, it's like, it doesn't matter. You're here. Yeah. It's a cool concept to think about now for where we're going 100%. So yeah, thanks for sharing that nugget. Yeah, it's like I keep coming back to that, like, don't wait till you need to be strong to get strong. Like everything along the way is like giving you what you need so that when you need it, you have it. Well, tell me about a little bit. I'd love to transition to your program that you're creating um, and launching very soon so that people know that it's available and they should come find you. You want to talk a little bit about it? (laughs) Um, you know, this is, so, it's so interesting. I, I really, I probably have been building this program for years and didn't know it. Right. Almost in the same way. Like I've just been collecting pieces along the way. Um, and I, when I sat down and thought about like what I wanted to help people do was really find themselves, like to define themselves for themselves. Because I think that when we are clear about who we are and how we want to show up, we can set better boundaries. We can we can say yes to things that align and no to things that don't. And we we have to really have that clarity and the confidence in who we are to do that work. And so my group coaching program does that. It's like six months because I like people like I like going deep with my people. So I didn't want it to be like really short. It's six months and every month we we tackle a component of that. So in the first you know three months, we are really addressing clarity and getting clear on who we are and who we mean to be and what beliefs we might need to let go of that are getting in the way of that. Um, so every month we we tackle a new area. We have a group session where I will teach because I'm a teacher at heart. And then there are journal prompts that people will do in between time. And then we'll have a one-on-one call a couple of weeks after that group session. Um, And I built it in a group because humanity, right? Like to be able to be in community with people who are all doing this same kind of work reminds you that you are a part of a whole, right? Like when you do this with me, it's like, is there something wrong with me or why am I versus when you do it in a group and you look around and you're like, oh, this is all of us. And we can learn from each other and we can be in community with each other and grow from each other. It's just, it warms my whole little soul. So it's six months. Um, three of the months we are, we'll be doing like the clarity, confidence. And then the last three months we'll be focusing on the courage part. So we'll use some of Renee's Dare to Lead in that space to really dig into what does it look like to, to be brave and championing for ourselves, right? We've, we've really spent the first three months getting clear on who we are and how we want to live. How do we protect that without guarding ourselves, without armoring up? So it's like beautiful in all the right ways. And for people who feel like they have been spinning their wheels or 
trying to live up to somebody else's expectations or people who feel like they don't really know the sound of their own voice anymore. Mm -hmm. It's the space. That's beautiful. Well, I know we're going to link uh, all the all the stuff to you in show notes so people can reach out to you directly. But thanks for sharing it. And when does it start? June. First week in June. All right. First week in June. So everybody get get some information on it and get curious about what's possible for you. Aisha, thank you so much for spending time today on the Collective Corner. And thank you for being in community with, with everyone, with us. Uh, being part of this collective is what it's all about so thanks for practicing what you preach it is let's just say it's a blast but not always because you know life isn't always a blast (laughs) it's not always i'm gonna be honest we're gonna tell the people this work is great this is great and i'm glad to be great yeah and it's uh it's not for the faint of heart so you know thanks for the authenticity and vulnerability around it yeah all right i love you very much thank you thank you thank you thank you for being here you got it you got it Something about